As I mentioned at the very beginning of Mass, today we officially begin the extraordinary jubilee year of mercy, declared such by our Holy Father, Pope Francis. You will hear a lot about mercy in the upcoming months in this, at this parish and at every other parish, hopefully, throughout the world. I would say that most people tend to think of mercy as a response that we give to sin and to hurtful behavior. Somebody offends us in some way, and in the spirit of Christian charity, we respond with mercy by making the decision, the choice, to forgive the person. And that's true. To extend forgiveness to another human being, especially if that person has not apologized for what he or she did to us, that's an act of mercy. And it's not easy, as we all know from experience. But the good news is, those who do make the effort to do it, to forgive, they are promised an abundance of mercy for themselves. Jesus said, if you forgive the sins of others, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. Jesus also said, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. There's another dimension to mercy that I want to focus your attention on this morning, besides forgiveness. And this ties into the feast we're celebrating in the Church today, the Feast of Our Lady's Immaculate Conception. Mercy prevents. That's the lesson. Mercy prevents. Mercy prevents, or at least it seeks to prevent, things that are not the will of God for his people. This is an idea that actually stands behind the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Hopefully we know at least some of these works of mercy. Hopefully we're trying to put all of them into practice, as Pope Francis says we should, especially during this Jubilee year. First, the corporal works of mercy, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, clothing the naked, sheltering the homeless, visiting the sick, visiting those in prison, burying the dead. These, by the way, young people, are some of those good deeds that Mr. Feinstein encourages you at the school to perform. Good, loving deeds. They're corporal, bodily works of mercy. And when you think about it, those activities, those works of mercy, are really all about prevention. You might not have thought of these works in that way before, but it's true nonetheless. Because what am I saying when I perform these good deeds? I'm saying, because I love my neighbor, I will do all that I can to prevent him from starving to death. I will feed the hungry. I will do all that I can to prevent him from dying of thirst, not having enough clothes, not having a home. I will do all that I can to prevent him from living in loneliness and being abandoned. I will do my best to prevent him from being disrespected even in death. Corporal works of mercy are all about prevention. Same is true for the spiritual works of mercy. Spiritual works of mercy are, of course, to admonish the sinner, 
to instruct the ignorant, to counsel the doubtful, to comfort the sorrowful, to bear wrongs patiently, to forgive all injuries, and to pray for the living and the dead. If I perform those works, those spiritual works of mercy, with the right disposition of heart, what am I saying? I'm saying I'm going to do all that I can to prevent my neighbor from going to hell. I will admonish him if he's sinning. I will do what I can to prevent my neighbor from living in ignorance, in ignorance of the truth, the truth that will set him free and keep him on the road to eternal life, to eternal salvation. I will try to prevent people from losing their faith when they doubt. I will try to prevent people from falling into despair or from experiencing a poor witness, a poor Christian witness from me, and from living without the support of prayer. The corporal, the spiritual works of mercy are all about prevention, which is also what the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary was all about. Remember, and I'm sure all the students in our school know this, the Immaculate Conception does not refer to the virginal conception of Jesus in the womb of our Blessed Mother. That's what a lot of people mistakenly believe. So I mention this every Immaculate Conception feast day. The event that led to Jesus' conception is called the Annunciation, which is today's Gospel. That's the story we heard in that Gospel text from Luke I just read a few moments ago. The Immaculate Conception refers to Mary's conception in the womb of her mother, St. Anne. Here's how Pope Pius IX defined the dogma. He said, The Blessed Virgin Mary, from the first moment of her conception, by a singular grace and privilege of Almighty God, and in view of the merits of Jesus Christ, Savior of the human race, was preserved free from every stain of original sin. Or to put it another way, God, in his mercy, by a special grace, prevented, it's that word again, he prevented Mary from contracting original sin. God's act was an act of prevention. And because of that act, Mary became a fitting vessel for the Savior to come into the world. The Immaculate Conception prepared Mary for the Annunciation. Now, God did not choose to prevent all of us from experiencing original sin. Unfortunately, I wish he had, but he did not choose to do that. However, by living our faith and performing the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, we can prevent ourselves and others from experiencing some of the negative consequences of sin. And that's a good thing. In fact, my brothers and sisters, that's a great thing.